At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. Special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Cabot Creamery, who makes nothing short of the cheese of my dreams. Peanut butter and jelly. Grilled cheese. Pastrami. Tuna salad. The Sandwich Universe. Welcome back, everyone, to... The Sandwich Universe. Did that sound like the recording? <laughs> Did that sound like know. auto tunes? I don't know if you got it there. You got to really go low. <laughs> the Sandwich Universe. Oh my God. You sound auto-tuned. I'm Declan Bond. I'm a professional eater, sandwich enthusiast, and honestly just representing the civilian class here in the Sandwich Universe, learning about 10 iconic sandwiches from the United States. And I'm Molly Boz. I am a professional chef, professionally trained anyway. I'm also a cookbook author, recipe developer, and I'm here kind of representing the pros and here to try and help you level up your sandwich game. Today, we are tackling another iconic American sandwich, none other than the breakfast sando, which is a whole category of its own and actually... We first thought, let's tackle the bacon, egg, and cheese. But then as we were researching it and thinking about it, we realized that's not really fair to the sausage, egg, and cheese or the, the any other kind of cheese, egg and cheese. Yeah, the Taylor ham, egg, and variations. cheese. Uh, the pastrami, uh, egg, and cheese. Hello. And so... Wait, what? I don't even know about that. Oh, Thanks. dude, come on. Save it. And <laughs> so we took it back a step and we decided this would be the breakfast sandwich episode so that we can explore breakfast sandwiches in, in all of their ways. I will say, I think the the breakfast sandwich to me is like, well, one big association I have is New York City Deli's, Kaiser Bodegas. Roll, American Chia, the classic egg sandwich from a bodega. Kaiser roll, American cheese, scrambled, uh, little packets of hot sauce on the side yeah. on the subway. Um, and wrapped in tinfoil. Wrapped in tinfoil always, yep. In a paper And bag. I feel like that's also, it has this like very visceral hangover food quality. Like, yeah. It's such, the breakfast sandwich is like the, it's the go to always for a, a hungover moment. Um, which I honestly actually, don't think I've ever had one unhungover. <laughs> like, not the thing I reach for when I, like, wake up fresh on a Thursday and I'm feeling good and I just went to Pilates. I'm not like, let's slam a breakfast sando. Right, right, it's right. It's not the time and the place. Um, 
and I was I was telling a friend, and they they told me that eating eggs is actually well, eggs specifically have some chemical in them that actually counters whatever toxin your body produces when you've had too much alcohol. So there's like a a medical, clinical, physiological reason that egg sandwiches uh, are good for hangovers, which, you know, and then I was thinking about, you know, egg salad randomly again. And I was like, uh, a breakfast sandwich feels like such a nurturing, you know, lovely little thing to, to help. But then egg salad feels like the inverse of anything I would want when I'm hungover. Yeah, like what is it about boiled eggs suspended in mayonnaise that is so different from a fried or a scrambled egg that's slathered in mayonnaise, among other things, such that you just like can't even look at egg salad when you're hungover. So anyway, we're not here to talk about the egg salad sandwich. We're here to talk about the breakfast sandwich from Wikipedia. A breakfast sandwich is any sandwich filled with foods associated with the breakfast meal. Breakfast sandwiches are served at fast food restaurants, for example, the Burger King breakfast sandwiches, and delicatessens, or bought as fast, ready-to-heat-and-eat sandwiches from a store. Breakfast sandwiches are commonly made at home. Different types of breakfast sandwich include the bacon sandwich, the egg sandwich, the sausage sandwich, or various combinations thereof, like the bacon, egg, and cheese. I mean, the bacon, egg, and cheese is is the monster. Yeah, it's the iconic it's the classic. classic. But I have to say, it's not my favorite. Interesting. Like, I wouldn't order a bacon, egg, and cheese over a sausage, egg, and cheese ever. Really? Would you? I definitely think that the bacon, egg, and cheese has a place. Though I'm not sure in the final analysis if it's the better of the two. So I will... I'll give you that. It is a question yeah, mark. It's a question mark. And I do love bacon. And of course, we love a BLT. But there's something about the juiciness of sausage and all the drippy, fatty, spiced kind of like juices that spill out of it that feel really appealing in a breakfast sandwich. Right. I do, though, think it's interesting to think about breakfast sandwiches in the context of fast food. Because every iconic fast food restaurant has their, like, proprietary breakfast sandwich. Yeah. And although I don't personally frequent them or eat them, I do feel like that's, like, the way in for many people in breakfast sandwiches. Because a a little bit of the thing about a breakfast sandwich is because we just established that a breakfast sandwich is most enjoyed hungover. Getting someone to make a breakfast sandwich is a, is like a big ask when you're in that state. And so I think, therefore, the appeal of the drive through breakfast sandwich. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that points to something else, which is, you know, in, in some ways, like this bodega breakfast sandwich, the, you know, iconic fast food, it's like... It might be the case that the lowbrow variations are actually the best possibility for this whole class of, of sandwiches, as opposed to like something that's really, you know, dolled up and decadent at like some fancy brunch spot that is kind of just missing the mark, maybe. Mm, yes and no. Like, I feel like there are ways to like ramp up your breakfast sandwich with minimal added effort. And I think that's the sweet spot of a really, truly superior breakfast sandwich. 
And I feel like now that people are at home more than ever, it's like high time that we embrace making breakfast sandwiches at home. So I think that's what we should get after today. I can get down with that. And why don't we open it up to some questions so that we can help the peeps get there? We'll be back in a sec. But before we go, a special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Cabot Creamery. You reach for the top olive oils and invest in the best pans. But in the kitchen, how well do you care for your greatest tool, your hands? When mine take a beating cooking and cleaning, which is often, I use Bag Bomb to work its wonders on my poor, distressed skin. Created 125 years ago on a Vermont dairy farm, their soaps smell great and clean hands without stripping moisture, and their fast-absorbing lotion means I can quickly get back to cooking. Treat your hardworking hands to Bag Bomb, every chef's best friend. Use code FOOD52 for 20% off your order on bagbomb.com. Good through 2024. All right. Our first question today comes from at underscore Ado. No, it's at dat underscore Ado. (laughs) The question is, is it still a breakfast sando if it doesn't have any eggs? What's your instinct on that? Just like gut reaction. I mean, I mean, the the knee jerk is absolutely not. uh, But I'm trying really hard now to like to think of what that would look like if it wasn't an egg-based sandwich. I think I might be able to paint a picture for you. Shall I? Please, indulge me. <laughs> you wake up. Picture this. You're hungover as fuck. <laughs> you, you're in New York City, okay? You walk down the street to the bagel shop. Mm. There's an everything bagel in the window. You order it. They ask you what you like on it, and you say... Scallion cream cheese, bacon, tomato. Wow. It's still a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Am I right? I think you are right. Um, like people do that. Yeah. Or even, I mean, just to take it even further, the, you know, a lock sandwich, which is you know typically a breakfast thing, but doesn't obviously have eggs on it. Or how about this? Take it back a notch. I'll have an everything bagel with cream cheese, please. <laughs> That is a sandwich. <laughs> it's a motherfucking breakfast sando. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's nearly a grilled cheese. <laughs> it basically is. It's a cheese sandwich. So I, so yeah, I think when we're talking about the broad category of breakfast sandwiches, we should not forget about bagels and the things that we sometimes put on them and then eat in the morning. But for the sake of this particular episode, I would like to concentrate on breakfast sandwiches that contain eggs. Um, and other hot things. Does that feel fair? Yeah, I think that's a fair parameter to put on ourselves for today. Okay. Glad we got that out of the way. Here's one from at Anna underscore Carolyn underscore. Are you guys team bacon or team sausage for your breakfast sandwiches? All right. I mean, right to the meat of the, the question. <laughs> no pun intended. I think the uh, sandwich. No pun my intended. position is clear here uh, because I just stated it. Well, but I feel like there's a third category the ham. Okay, fine. Then I think there's a fourth category, the pastrami. Well, I think there's a fifth category. Um, just kidding. I don't actually think there is, a f- <laughs> there is no fifth category. No, there isn't. No. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> well, 
Let's do a little whittling again, because I feel like the core debate is between bacon and sausage. Ham is like a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a distant third. And pastrami, I'm still skeptical about pastrami. Doc, you've um, never had a pastrami egg and cheese? It's like it's like everything that's good about bacon, because it's like smoky and salty and a little bit sweet and cured like that. Except for then it's like tender and shreddy and juicier a la sausage yeah but think about bacon egg and cheese it i mean i'm you know i know i'm a broken record with the texture stuff but it needs something crispy something crunchy to you know be a foil for that you know the the egg which is you know gonna never be that crispy um the cheese which is gonna be a little bit melty um so i feel like bacon has a shot at, at you know playing a, a strong supporting role here i guess really crispy bacon does but I, I i think that a breakfast sandwich actually doesn't have a crunchy textural component that is like core mm. to its architecture like there's something actually kind of satisfying to me about sinking my teeth into a sausage egg and cheese and knowing that i'm gonna have no hard time biting into it because i'm just trying to like wolf this thing get calories and fat into my body ASAP. And it's just like, it's a very sort of like indulgent, juicy experience. I'm not going to call yeah. it mushy, but it's, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know that I want to be met with. It's on the right cusp yeah. of mushy, but but just on the right side. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced there. I'd say the other thing that sausage has going for it is that it can be used to like deliver a bit of spice, a, a little bit of something Fuck alternative yeah. that isn't just savory and isn't just fatty, but like is actually going to be, uh, you know, additive in, in terms of like leveling up the flavors that are going on. Totally. So, like think about like a, if you were to get like ground chorizo and make like a tr little a breakfast patty out of chorizo, there's so much flavor in that. Yeah. So in terms of leveling up, I feel like sausage is kind of where it's at. And if you really want to get extra, making your own sausage or like adding things into ground pork to kind of create your own breakfast sausage type of vibe could be a fun thing to play around with if you yeah. are so inclined. So but, but when we say sausage, we're obviously talking about the kind of patty, right? Yeah. Not, oh, my God. Not like no, a, thanks. a merguez link sliced, no. although that sounds kind of delicious. But. Yeah, but then, like, you have to put it in, like, a hot dog bun, and then it's, like, is it a hot dog? I don't know. I feel like it's... <laughs> it's a patty. It's a patty. It's a patty, and because of the round nature of most of the breads that are going to be up for consideration in this conversation, a, a patty just oh, makes the most Big sense. forecast there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're telegraphing. <laughs> Okay, okay. I actually don't know. Let's see. We'll see where it goes. Okay, so I guess I guess we've disagreed. We're both team sausage, but I'm also occasionally okay. team pastrami. It's not like you're not walking into a bodega and getting a pastrami egg and cheese. But, for example, I lived around the corner from Frankel's in Brooklyn, and they had a pastrami egg and cheese on the, on the menu, and it was fire! So, um, we'll find you one someday, big. We will. Okay, I'm ready. Um... Our next question comes from at Zach X Wolf or Zach's Wolf, who asks, Hash browns on breakfast sandwiches, yes or no? It's a big no for me. It's a big no. Wow. I guess I, I had jotted down in my notes, like, is potato a potential augment? But I kind of, I mean, my, my initial conclusion was also just no, like there's no great, uh, potato element because it just makes it just too heavy inevitably and while 
I think hash browns is probably mm-hmm. the best case to throw a hash brown in there if you really must have potato in your breakfast sandwich. I think it's probably best without. Potatoes, fried potatoes or hash browns, often present themselves in breakfast burritos, another category of breakfast food. And I believe that is because the outside Mm -hmm. carb wrap layer is very thin. And it's like, therefore, there is an opening for more starchiness in that sandwich or in that wrap, whatever you want to call it. Whereas a breakfast sandwich is already pretty carb heavy. There's a lot going on. There's a top and a bottom bun or or piece of bread. Wow, just just really putting steaks in the ground. Okay, (laughs) Okay, so I love a Kaiser Uh, roll. Um, (laughs) And I just don't think you need to go adding more kind of like neutral starchiness in the center. I think on the contrary, like we need to start talking about the augments that are bringing like big flavor to our breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. On a, on a side tangent, I don't even think potatoes in a breakfast burrito are always warranted. Like California oh God, burritos same. where people like put French fries in their breakfast oh burrito. I'm just like, they get soggy. It's just like not the right place, people. But I agree. But I don't want to take down the breakfast burrito in this episode. We can save that for another one. <laughs> we digress. Um. Okay, so that's the tea on that. Next up, we have a question from at itsy underscore belly. When I'm making a breakfast sando, when should I use a runny fried egg versus some fluffy scrambleronis? What's your preference, Declan? I actually thought about all the different possibilities of eggs, and it's tough. I feel like scrambled is is nice because it kind of holds together and it's uniform and it kind of makes it so that there's no like special bite you know and if you do like a sunny or an over easy it's like you're kind of in it for your one special bite where you get your big yolky you know mouthgasm that is just you know delicious and amazing uh, yeah, but the true. other thing it's that true. is a little bit tricky with those super runny sunny up or over easy egg is that I feel like half the yolk is all over your fingers and, you know, the best case is that you've got like a nice plate that you can, you know, mop up the, the yolk at the end or even just straight up lick the plate <laughs> so you can get all the yolk. But both of them have drawbacks. Both of them have advantages. Another kind of you know, surprising possibility that I was considering, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, was an over medium egg. Like something mm. that is not quite so runny, that isn't going to get away from you, but is still not yeah. obviously over hard. I, don't... I think for me, the over medium kind of has the worst of both worlds because the thing that sucks about a, a runny over easy egg is that The bites that are just egg white on the outside, like, don't have that much flavor. They're, like, a little bit rubbery. So, like you said, you're kind of just after that yolky moment, and we're kind of trying to mop up the yolk anywhere we can. The thing about a scrambled egg is that that's all emulsified together into, like, one homogenous moist curd. So, it's, it's like, a little bit doing both, but we're not getting that soppy, soaky, runny yolk moment. The thing about it over medium egg is like you kind of don't get either of those you have to make your way through the slightly rubbery like slightly tasteless whites and then you get to the yolk and it's kind of like medium to hard cooked. so like you're not getting that really indulgent experience there either so I kind of feel like that's the worst case scenario 
Yeah. I, I, hearing you say it, it's it's kind of plain. I I always go scrambled just because I, f- I feel that the, the glory of the runny egg is the yolk and m- 90% of it ends up in the foil or on the parchment on the plate. And I, and I feel like that is not optimizing the eating experience. I agree. I mean, the McGriddle has a... A scrambled egg in it, after all. Sure does. Iconic for a reason. The product description on Wikipedia for the McGriddle. I looked it up, so I'm just going to re- read it out. Because it, you know how the McGriddle, the 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 kind of air quotes scrambled egg is like this like weird puck. sponge? Yeah. <laughs> so on Wikipedia, the product puck. description is this, the standard McGriddle sandwich consists of fried bacon, a scrambled egg flap. And it's American a flap. cheese. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Which is the worst. So I Honestly, think the scrambled egg has to be. you hardly call it scrambled, but yes. Right, exactly. It's like a little, you know, it's like a rubber sponge egg yeah. flavor. Um, but I think it has to be a pretty soft scramble then. Okay, so he, actually here's how I feel about that. Oh. <laughs> I disagree. I think that... <laughs> Um, (laughs) the soft scramble is something that is best enjoyed, sort of like spooned onto a nice crusty piece of bread when you can then kind of like scoop up whatever fell off and yada yada, um, and, or just like forked right into your mouth and appreciated for its like soft, supple custardiness. My preferred scrambled egg on a breakfast sandwich is what I call the hot and dirty and so it's like you you actually mm. crank the heat I know up where you're going with this I know you go really really fast on those scrambled eggs and they cook so quickly like they set in like 15 seconds so that they're not dried out like don't think of like a hard cook there's no color on them they're not brown but the curd has like no time to extrude all of its moisture it's just barely set and it happens really really fast in a hot pan and that's the way that you can get that kind of like almost like rosette flowery shape uh scrambled egg that is perfect for a circular piece of bread (laughs) <laughs> yeah, whereas I mean, a soft scramble is spilling it's spilling out the sides it's like it's not it's not really like homogenous in one like you can't turn it into a rose and plop it on top and cut into it it's just like it's spilling everywhere yeah yeah i i actually think we're talking about the same thing i probably misdescribed the soft scramble as like this custardy thing custardy but I, I think thing. i am thinking of the same thing you got to get that nonstick going and then you know a, as soon as it sets you start like pulling the edges and you know letting the kind of runny bit you know spill out yes. over and also set and then you you come away with a, a distinct piece of a thing you know it's like an egg like yes. layer that can be like manipulated like a little you know, patty almost. Yeah, like the the parameters are that you must be able to transfer it in one fell swoop. If you have to spoon it right. in multiple scoops, like something's not right here. Yeah, yeah. And you want a little bit of that like toothsomeness. Sure, uh, to even bite if it's through. not like spongy. Yeah. Um, and, but that doesn't mean that's to be overcooked. And there could actually be like kind of wet pockets in there, but it still needs to be mm-hmm. like one yeah. unit. Okay, we agree on Just this. One egg unit. One, egg one unit. unit of egg. <laughs> one flap, if you will. <laughs> yeah, one flapper. <laughs> Next up, a question from Jegusqueza124, who asks, What would be some good sauce options for different breakfast sandwiches? 
like the grilled cheese, a condiment is basically essential for a breakfast sandwich. It's really just like a shadow, you know, of itself without a condiment. I don't think it needs to be the array of condiments like I like for a grilled cheese where you like each bite has like something, you know, different going on. But no, we can definitely hone one, in on one. One solid condiment. And I think the reason for that is maybe obvious, but it's it's twofold. Uh acid and something with a little heat spice. Same. So I think like hot sauce is always a good idea. I have been making a lot of breakfast sandwiches this year, and I guess I'm pretty hungover. <laughs> and I've actually been making like a hot sauce mayo mixture, and it's kind of fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like it, it, it defies like everything that I think to be true about a sandwich, which is that like sandwiches need more acidity. They're the cheese, the sausage, or the bacon, and the eggs all are fatty. There is like literally no reason that mayonnaise should be present or called for on a on a breakfast sandwich. It should be the opposite. We should be throwing pickled onions and vinegar and hot sauce. And yeah, we need those things too. But there's something so indulgent about mayonnaise on a breakfast sandwich that I just cannot shake. And so I feel like we should be talking about condiments that kind of play both sides. Yeah. I mean, I think the idea of a spicy mayo is pretty ideal because, well, and when I say spicy mayo, I'm thinking of basically some of the many brilliant hot sauces Tabasco, Cholula, Tapatio, Crystal, Red Clay, clay, uh, Red Hot, uh, Louisiana. What are some other great ones? Um, Anyways, you know. Did you already say Sriracha? Sriracha, Sambal. Anyways, something blended up with mayo. I'm thinking like a pretty heavy ratio. Like we're not just like, you know, putting a little spot of of red in the mayo and it's like a pink hue. I'm, I'm thinking like a pretty heavy dose. Yeah, like it should be decidedly spicy. Even yeah. eaten like on its own, you should be like, okay, this is a spicy mayo, this not a mayo spicy. It's got some heat. When you just said sambal just now, I was like, a, a sambal mayo, and maybe it's even like sambal and lime, like for mm. extra acidity, feels so good on a breakfast sandwich to me. Yeah, I really, really, really like the sound of that. In a breakfast burrito, I eat every single bite with like a really healthy... Uh, you know, dose of some salsa that's kind of cold and has the, you know, a little bit of lime and acidity to it. Yeah. And I know that we're talking about this this breakfast sandwich that's, you know, really indulgent and really spikes on the fattiness and everything. But I'm just wondering, and this is like totally speculative, tell me what you think, but is there something cool and like salsa-y that helps cut through that? I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what it should be, but... I don't know. My mind is going there. I've made you, I've made smash burgers for you a million times. And you know how whenever I make smash burgers, I thinly slice the white onions. And this is the George Moat style way to, to do a smash burger. And then you pile them on top of the burger patty as they're cooking so that they're like steaming as the patty is crisping. And then you flip it. And then those get kind of like griddled onto the patty. It's that. But then you also add more thinly, thinly, paper, thinly sliced white onions. I really thinly slice this white onion and I toss it with hot sauce and a pinch of salt. And so you're kind of like almost like pickling this white onion in more hot sauce. And that is 
the condiment that's topping the sandwich along with the spicy mayo. And it just cuts through everything like a champ. Like, do we love or do we love? I'm, I'm dizzy. I'm literally dizzy with excitement for that. That sounds so It's so amazing. good, Deck. Wow. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> I'm going to show you. And then the other thing that I think about is just like, I feel like I say this in every episode, pickles. Like, just add pickles. Pickles on breakfast sandwiches makes so much sense, especially if you're adding a mayonnaise kind of situation. Like, let's be honest, it's kind of just a burger. I mean, it's becoming a burger, that's for sure. With eggs. <laughs> <We're>, it is. <laughs> we're making a patty <laughs> with egg. And on a bun. Yep. Brittled onions. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. American cheese. It is. I mean, it's an excuse to eat a burger for breakfast. I really maintain that. That's what a sausage, egg, and cheese I is. I mean, if we're going with the, the you know, route of this is a hangover sandwich, it, it kind of feels like it's the right time to eat a burger for breakfast. And you got your eggs in there, so you have the, the totally. chemical physiological justification yeah. <laughs> for the whole number <laughs> this one's coming in from at claudia rupnik and she asks should it be on a bagel an english muffin bread a wrap like what are we doing here i think bread is actually out of the question for the first time i i actually don't want this it feels on like it is sesame sourdough sesame sourdough we sorry. love you so much but, but goodbye but no. <laughs> we'll see you next episode <laughs> I'm curious your thoughts on English muffins. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. It's, it's, the fi- it's the chance to do it, Maul. I think we have to do English muffins. I feel fine about it, honestly. I feel like there are kind of English muffin haters out there. I don't totally know why. A Kaiser roll, while I love it, and I feel like there's a time and a place, and that place is the corner bodega on South 3rd Street in Roebling for me. Um, <laughs> it's huge. That thing's the size of my face. Yeah. Like, and it's Food more coma. bready than it's like a big bready totally. breakfast sandwich. And I feel like you, yeah, it's just not the best. It just, it leaves expression. no room for a Bloody Mary, which is another crucial part of this eating experience <laughs> for me. And um, I would like to maintain a little Doesn't space. Doesn't this whole for sandwich it? actually just go on the end of a little skewer yeah, in your Bloody totally. Mary? Totally. We're going to put it on a toothpick <laughs> on top of our Bloodies when we make it. Ooh, dear. So, yeah, my vote would definitely be either a small brioche bun or an English muffin, but I'm kind of feeling nostalgic about it. I'm kind of feeling like English muffin is the way to go. I do want to say like, I don't think bagels make sense here. And I really don't understand when people get like these massive breakfast sandwiches on bagels. I just, it's so much. And it's also, it, a bagel is not easy to chew through. It's, it's the worst possible scenario. And a lot of people did message me being like how to keep them from slopping all over the place. And it's like, just don't put it on a bagel is kind of your answer. I feel like an English muffin is a pretty manageable piece of bread, especially when you cut it in half. Like you can cut it two bites each side, two to three. To be be honest, though, I don't think English muffin really solves for that that well. Like it's still got a little bit of toughness and it's because it's small everything's falling out yeah maybe it doesn't solve the problem i i think it's it's like you're better off with it than a bagel like a chewy thick bagel is just like the worst worst case scenario here yeah i think just the total mass being smaller helpful is is good it's a little thinner and and also it has a kind of weedy kind of nuttiness that i actually feel like will will nicely complement uh the kind of big sandwich that we're creating the big fatty you know savory sandwich that we're creating great all right 
I feel like there's one last question we have to address, which is the chi. Oh, yeah. American, cheddar. I guess I would say this. I think either cheddar or American both belong. And it's sort of like it's a personal preference thing. Yeah. All right. Let's make our ideal breakfast sandwich then. From the outside in. Let's go. English muff. And we should griddle it. Griddle it, Like we griddle it in the pan in the sausage juices or whatever. Mm -hmm. What's the next layer? Or what's the bottom layer? It's the patty. Yeah, it's the patty. And my question is, do you want to do breakfast sausage or do you want to go like the chorizo route? Or or should we like make our own? Fennelly, like a fennelly sausage or something. Like a spicy breakfast, like a spicy Italian kind of, but breakfast sausage. Yeah, I think so. So I think we get spicy breakfast sausage. I feel like that will have fennel seed and we'll have garlic and a little. It's going to be a little sweet, though. Are you down with that? Yeah. Or do you want to just go straight up Italian sausage? Like we're talking about a pork patty here, so we can always just crack open a couple Italian sausages and and turn them into patties. No, I actually of 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 all the times to like add a a tiny little bit of sweetness, I feel like this is the one. So a classic breakfast sausage patty, but we'll hope and we'll hope that it has some heat in it. We'll look for one that has red pepper flakes in it already. If not, we'll overcompensate with our condiment. Okay, and then in terms of the way we treat that, if I may, I would like to smash it. I would like to. I would like. <laughs> I would like to smash the patty. Um, I, I don't want to get the the pre made patties. Like I want to get loose leaf. <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> loose leaf meat. <laughs> wow, so gross. And smash it like a smash burger because it's just the best way to do it. And then yeah. as it's cooking, I just feel I'm like we should put this. some paper thin white onions on it and do it that way. Do we want to put pickles on it as well? I kind of think so. I think like I'm I'm th- I'm dreaming now that we're talking about it of this like paper thin oniony relish with like little bits of pickle in it and it it kind of like uh, is its own layer. Okay, so you're thinking like chop the pickles? Cuz the other thing is why don't we why don't we dice the pickles up and we could put them we could put the pickles in the in hot the sauce mayo. mayo. Yeah, like making yes. a, okay. a special sauce for the sandwich. Yeah, but like a breakfast special sauce because it's got more heat. Yeah. Uh, It's not so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's mayonnaise-based. It's going to have, I think we should go sambal for this one. Of course. And then let's just do lots of chopped pickles in it. And so it's like the breakfast burger sauce. And then uh, we're going to do cheddar or we're going to do cheddar. Egg. Oh, the egg, of course. nicely... Yeah, don't forget the egg. God, where are you oh my going? God. It's a breakfast already. sandwich. I'm trying the... to make a burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're really on. On the burger um, tip. Yeah, egg will just be, as we described, you know, very, you know, kind of good heat in a nonstick. Uh, let it set, you know, move the edges so that the, the runniness, you know, spills out. and also Runneth sets over. And runneth over. And then and turn it into like a little kind of like rose type of vibe. Like a nice little circular mass. And then throw that on top. A little folded. And then I think lime juice I think lime is our acid here for our slaw and for our mayonnaise if we need more. It feels like right for some reason mm-hmm. with the onions and the sambal and I feel like that'll mm-hmm. be different. I am so amped to eat this. I want one now. Well, let's get drunk, and then tomorrow morning we'll make them. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Hot take. 
links to patties. You can do it. In five seconds, honestly. I'm just going to cut them open okay. and release the innards. Release the innards. <laughs> and then you're going to um, smoosh them together into a nice little ball. Okay, here we go. Alright, so basically like two, it looks Slap like... Slap that potty. Slap. Onto the push mall. Ready? Very oh satisfying. Do you want to start cutting onions? You honestly need more onion than you think. We're going to pickle half of these paper-thin white onions with lime juice and salt. Just make it look a little hot onion relish. A little hot number. So we're making a sambal, lime, and pickle mayo. Sambal, lime, pickles, salt. Salt. Pep. Salt, pep. This will be good. Let's chop some pickles. Meantime, I'm gonna crack and whisk our eggs. I'm gonna put some of this mayo on the each side of the English muffin. Before we toast? And then I'm gonna griddle it. I'm going into this preheated cast iron. You hear that? Oh my god. The sausage goes down, the shaved onions go on top, and then when we flip, they'll be steamed, and that's why it's gonna work, I guess. Okay, yes. this is. And then they're gonna is... flip and they're gonna caramelize on the other on side. The other You're side. gonna yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It's okay. gonna be fucking baller. Gorgeous. Okay, onions going on. Okay, here I go. I'm going in for the flip. Flip it up. Flip it over. Whoa, whoa. Okay, nice. Oof, I thought we were gonna break there, but we, we landed. <laughs> All right, should I hit the eggs? Yeah, hit the eggs. Cheese is going on, and now I'm just gonna cover it. All right, we're good. Okay, I'm ready for you. I'm putting the patty on the bottom. Ooh. Manny's first, hold on. And then I'm gonna go macerated onions on top of the egg. Mmm, quick pickly. They are looking really juicy. Beautiful. Where would thy eat this? On the couch watching TV. My bed. With a Bloody uh, Mary. On the couch watching TV, hungover. Oh. Alright, let's go in. Mmm. 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 <laughs> it's so good. Oh, I think that's the ticket. Smash mm. the sausage. Mm-hmm. Hit it with tons of acid and heat. Yep. More mayo, like more condiments than you think you need. It's just a more is more kind of sandwich. Mm. Finger looking good. Another one down the hatch. Another one down. Another delicious one. I wanted that little crispy. I know. Bit. I took How it from you. you. Took it. <laughs> Did that come out of your half? <laughs> Probably. Oh, I saw that. I was like, I'm going in for that. Nobody's getting in my way. Well, thanks for joining. A special thanks to Cabot Creamery, our presenting sponsor, and the Food 52 Podcast Network. To Coralie for producing this lovely podcast. And to Jeffrey Brodsky for our theme music. We will see you next time for another episode of The Sandwich Universe. Bye-bye now. Bye.